Hello and welcome to a Cold Bill special episode. Today we're doing the first in the Sabaton series. excited about um about getting together and talking about about uh, historical um battles uh, revolving around sabaton songs yeah it's gonna be really great i'm i'm super excited about it. i've been listening to the music and uh studying up on on uh the the battle that is uh this song is based around yeah it's, it's really a win-win because it's it's good music it's a uh, good history it's actually win 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 because you get to listen to a, another episode of, of the from the cold bow guys yeah what's what yeah what's there to lose come Seriously. on guys um so so a little more background on this so the idea for this came about while I was listening to a another podcast called no dumb questions um, fantastic podcast by the way if you're not if you're not uh subscribed subscribe download and listen to those guys they're amazing yeah uh destin and matt they, they both have youtube channels and they figured they get together and they have bit different backgrounds and so they they got together and, and did, do a pretty good podcast i it's, really like it's it. really great um so in one of their episodes they talked about siege warfare and and like the science and uh and uh psychology behind siege warfare it's pretty cool but they they brought up this um this song um, by Sabaton uh, called The Wing to Stars, which is an awesome song. It, Absolutely one of their most exciting songs, for sure. Oh, yeah. And uh, so I loved the song, and I started listening to the band and realized, like, whoa, every song is about a different battle in, like, European history, typically. And it's, like, it was super exciting to find something that – because I like metal music and I like history, and it's awesome to find a, an overlap there. It's funny because I've never really been that big of a fan of metal music. And you brought them up, and I thought, oh, that's interesting, that's interesting. And I kind of put off listening to them. And then uh, one day we were heading to a movie, and mm-hmm. you put you put the song – the a song on by them. I think it was probably this song that we're talking about today. And I listened to it and went, oh, man – no, these guys are great. This is awesome. Then I started looking at the at the lyrics of the songs, and by the time I was done with that first song, I was hooked. I'm I'm absolutely a Sabaton fan now. Yeah, it, it, they're awesome. Um, uh, another uh, um, inspiration. It, yeah, another inspiration for uh, for these this series is uh, stuff you should know podcast. Um, they're the OGs. They They've are, been they, around forever. They have been around for, I think, 10 years or something. Something. They, they have thousands of episodes. Not thousands, but they've got tons of episodes. Yeah. And I really like the format. And so the format's going to roughly follow what they do. They, what they do is they, they pick a subject, and it's a completely random subject. So, so we have a theme. They have completely random subjects like uh, the Manson family murder or the uh, Ponzi schemes. They just, they just kind of do a, a Wikipedia dive. Um, on a subject and then explain it to the audience. They just, they just both talk about it with each other. Mm-hmm. It's pretty great. Yeah, and it's things that I wouldn't have studied on my own necessarily. So it's it's really good. So go listen to them as well. Um, another inspiration is uh, Hardcore History by Dan Carlin. We've talked about him quite a bit in the in the podcast. We absolutely love. It, it's just because it's history. Um, He's very long form. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost an audiobook when you listen to Dan Carlin series. Mm-hmm. It is exquisite. One of my, I seriously, I look for whenever I I open up my my podcast app and uh, I see a. I see a hardcore history update, which is only like three times a year. I get super excited yeah, if and I'm, giddy. If I'm like midway through another uh, episode in a different podcast or uh, uh, audiobook, everything I drop everything drop. and listen to hardcore history. Absolutely, Dan Carlin. He's another one that's kind of an OG. He's been around forever. Done yep. it, done it for a long time. Uh, he's actually one of the guys that really inspired me to start podcasting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Yeah, I'm really excited. Now, ours isn't anything near that. We don't do near the research that he does, and we don't go nearly as deep. Yeah, Our... he, he'll, he'll spend four months studying, reading multiple books, um, getting uh, sources, resources, different opinions, all this stuff, and he has he has a big bibliography for every episode, and, uh, and we, we is, don't do that. He's a long-form three, four, five-hour-long yeah. episodes. Ours is going to be about 30 minutes. But, but um, I'd say if, if you like what you hear here, um, and you're not already listening to one of those three, go ahead and, and give them a listen. Absolutely. Head All over. Right. So let's uh, let's get into it. This uh, this episode we're going to – and actually the uh, another little explanation is we are going to the, – the order in which we do songs by Sabaton is the their, uh, we're going to start out in Spotify, just their most uh, – their uh, popular songs in Spotify. The, so, t- the top five in Spotify. Exactly. So, so the Last Stand this, from the the album, The Last Stand, is their first, um, the first one in the, in that list. There, and here it is. Oh, oh. 
Oh, man. Love that song. So awesome. So good. It's like, I feel like I don't want to do too much gushing, to be honest, over the band because I really like them. But like I feel like they're really accessible to non-metal fans, like because you've never been a metal fan, and so and and you've beca- you've you've liked them. So, Absolutely. Um, anyway, enough about the band. We got let's get into the, uh, the into story. the lyrics here. Uh, I think we'll we'll um, start out by just kind of going almost line by line through the lyrics and explaining what is going on here. Um, I, well, no, before we do that, that's. No, never mind. Let's so go. Let's I, go I did a little. I think I did a little bit more research on the background mm-hmm. for the song. So should I? You want me to go into a little bit of the background? Well, well, yeah. Let's first just, just say who it's about. Um, okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. So the what happened? The background of the of the battle is because this is about the last stand of the uh, Swiss Guard back in what year was it 1527 right so what happened was the holy roman empire which is not the roman catholic church and that's something that i never really understood yeah what me it was. neither so the two people that basically led europe back in those days was the emperor and the pope and the emperor of the holy roman empire yeah so there's yeah. the emperor of the holy the, so and the holy roman empire it's home base where it's located at is in a city called Aachen, Germany, which, which is, is very far from Rome. <laughs> yeah. Which is obviously confusing. And to, to like an average American person, like I don't get a whole lot of European history in, in schooling. And so like a lot of these things I didn't know. Exactly. And so, I'm sure if there's any Europeans listening, like, well, duh, but, but <laughs> you're big com- dummies. <laughs> coming, from, coming from a dumb American guy. Like I didn't, I didn't know a lot of this stuff. Right. So there was a there was a fight going on between the Holy Roman Emperor and the Pope, and who was going to have control. And the Holy Roman Empire was had started to had uh, this was right about the time that Martin Luther came along and started uh, creating um, the uh, what, what's the the Luther, Protestant yeah. Protestant churches. And I don't want to get too deep into this, but but uh, the Holy Roman Empire had to start accommodating to Protestants and the Catholic Church doesn't want that. No. So yeah, I mean so the, they, they felt their power seeding, like they're not, right. their their power's going away. So the Pope and the Emperor were at odds with each other and the Emperor was on a war path and he had this big army and he couldn't pay the army. So the army was in northern fr- Italy, southern France, that area. And they went, well, Rome's not far from here. And we can go sack Rome and steal all the stuff from Rome. And get, and then we can we can pay ourselves if we go down to Rome and sack Rome. So it's a bunch of Protestant soldiers marching on the Catholic, Interesting. Uh, the, the heart of Catholicism to go sack and, and steal all their stuff. So, so it's, I mean, they're, they're both Christians, but it's almost like a holy war. Like, right. It's, it's like, so they're, so they're coming down there. That's what they're coming down to do that. And but, but, there's, but they are like, like, although they, they're technically different religions, they, they're under the same empire. So, yes. it's, so it's like infighting. And the, I believe the emperor at the time was Catholic, but he 
was very much concerned with I'm in control, not the Pope. Mm-hmm. So it, it, it's a it's a really weird political situation. So now there's this army of 20,000 so- soldiers marching on Rome. Well, the Pope had sent armies away. And so there was only a guard of like 5,000 people in Rome. Mm-hmm. And the 5,000 Romans went back home and said, we're not fighting 20,000 men. So, 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 so they left Rome essentially unguarded. unguarded. There was about 500 people who decided that they were going to stand up to this 20,000 yep. person and, army. And 189 of those were these uh, Swiss, Swiss, Guard. these Swiss guards, which which this song is about. The song's about the Swiss guard. Now the Swiss guard is the, they are the personal bodyguards of the Pope. Yeah, and a little history on them is that they actually started um, maybe 30, 25 years before this uh, this event in 1500. And so um, it, it's, it's really early in their... Um, in their in their history that, that, yeah. this, that this actually happened and so it's 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 pretty impressive that they were they were so devoted that early on in their um the the life of that um of the guard there and, and so the the uh the swiss guard i don't know if you know who they are if you've ever seen pictures of rome or if you've ever been to rome they're the ones in the in the funny looking costumes they're renaissance looking costumes they're like Bright, blue, blue, orange, red, blue. orange, yellow, vertical stripes, top mm-hmm. to bottom. They got like this weird looking beret on their head. Yeah, they're like loose clothes that are very looks, Renaissance. Looks looking. like in the Renaissance. Yeah. yeah, their pants are all poofy and then they tuck into their socks. And Yeah, but, but don't let their goofy dress fool you these guys are trained military and and actually have uh they, they carry uh like a what is it halberd halberd like, uh, uh like a like basically a pole axe it's yeah a giant pole with an axe and a spike they, they, they the do that it, j- just for mostly for tradition ceremonial purposes. Yeah. um but they have like fully automatic weapons they, like they're they're they they are soldiers certified badasses they they, they really they are. might be the most trained people most trained military unit in the world yeah we, we were talking about this earlier and jake compared them to um the guards uh, what is it the the guards at the tomb of the unknown exactly. soldier yeah and so it's some, something along those lines where they're they are there for a purpose and you do not mess with them they also are devoted religiously speaking of the term yeah the guard yeah. the guards at the tomb of the unknown soldier those people aren't like religiously there but they're literally guarding fallen unknown soldiers yeah and so they take their job very seriously the swiss guard they are literally guarding the vicar of christ like that's yeah. they take their job very seriously they're devoted religiously to this military to their military prowess so um do not mess with them. That they are the pinnacle of not to be messed with. Exactly. So anyway, that, that's a little uh, backstory on like the political and historical climate, and uh, as well as um, who was involved. So, yep. so that's uh, so we'll be calling back references as we go through. Um, the the lyrics in here. Let's go. Uh, the first line. What does it say, Jake? So the first um, kind of verse it says, "In the heart of the holy sea, in the home of Christianity, the seat of power is in danger. There's a foe of a thousand swords. They've all they've abandoned. They've been abandoned by their lords. Their fall from grace will pave their path to damnation." So um, the very first line it says, "The holy sea," and I I thought it was S E A. <laughs> but it's actually the Holy See is 
S E E as in like vision. So it's it's a it, it, the the Holy See is basically the um the Catholic hierarchy, like the 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 uh, the ones that are specifically in charge of the Vatican. So basically, the Pope. The Pope. Okay. So so and, and his um and his I guess entourage entourage is the holy see <laughs> for lack of a better word yep and 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 the holy see is actually who controls the um the swiss guard yep uh next line is in the home of christianity the seat of power is in danger so we've already gone over that the the right there in the whole in the in the home of christianity right in the vatican city uh the seat of power the pope is he's in danger because these people are marching in right yep. there's a foe of a thousand swords um this army that's coming down they've been abandoned by their lords like i said earlier when i was setting it up they uh they weren't getting paid the the emperor didn't have the funds to pay uh his soldiers so so in their eyes they were abandoned by their uh by their military leaders yep and then it says their fall from grace sorry i can't read it their fall from grace will pave their path to damnation so basically they're setting up these people as the bad guys um, they've 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 fallen from grace, which is a uh, um, obviously a, a religious theme, um, and they're they're moving towards damnation. That's a that's a heavy theme in this song specifically, very religious yep. song. Um, moving on, uh, the next kind of uh, uh, verse is going to say, then the one eighty the one hundred eighty nine in the service of heaven, the protecting the holy line. One hundred eighty nine is the uh, Swiss guard. And we've talked about who the Swiss Guard are. There was 189 Swiss Guard in the Vatican. They were the personal bodyguards of the Pope. Um, so they're in the service of heaven. They're protecting the holy line, the Pope. Yep. On line of unbroken popes or whatever. They're protecting that line. Um, and then it goes on to say, It was 1527, gave their lives on the steps to heaven. Thy will be done. So 1527, obviously, when it happened, um, says they gave their lives on the steps to heaven, which is in the Vatican City on on the steps of St. Peter's Basilica. So, like, you can literally just walk walk on these steps and, and walk on the battleground, it, and it's a tourist place. Right. It's it's really th- this is where it gets really interesting. In the in the really half-assed internet research I did, <laughs> I found out that the big obelisk that's in the middle of the plaza in front of St. Peter's, that obelisk was um right by uh it's called the German Cemetery, and the German Cemetery is just south of the basilica, like just barely south of the basilica. Yeah, it's like um, on the other side of a um of, the wall where yeah. the steps are. Yep. So there's the steps, there's the there's a wall on the other side of the wall is the, is the cemetery. So apparently the obelisk there was out there and they the Swiss guard kind of held their ground right at the base of this obelisk, um, right by the, the cemetery. And then as soon as they kind of got overwhelmed, their commander got killed. He got injured and he went back to his room and then Spaniards chased him into his room and killed him in front of his wife. And it was a big, Dang. nasty thing. So then the rest the rest of the 189 Swiss Guard um, retreated to within the walls of the Basilica and on the steps of the uh, of the St. Peter's Basilica did an about face, turned around and faced their enemy and kind of stood their ground. And this is, this is the last stand. So it's the last stand of these 189. And it was... Obviously, that line, it was 1527 mm-hmm. when this happened. 
So then you go on to the, uh, the chorus. chorus. Yeah. The chorus says, uh, For the grace, for the might of our, of our Lord, for the home of the holy, for the faith, for the way of the sword, gave their lives so boldly. And this is a common theme across a lot of Sabaton songs is last stands of um, giving your life against all odds, um, at, like like battle um, being outnumbered. Bravery in battle, basically being outnumbered. Yep. They, they they do a lot of uh, outnumbered things. But yeah, th- this this is uh, that was uh, repeated many times throughout the song. Um, again, it's it's uh, heavily um, religious themed um, chorus. Um, and it continues. Something something I really liked about the the these specifically is um so that's that that first part was the ha- was the first half of the chorus the next part says for the grace for the might of our lord in the name of his glory which is different from home uh and then it says for the faith for the way of the sword come and tell their story again and i think that um well i'll get i'll get i'll get to that point uh at the end um but i i just i really enjoyed that uh, that that it, it really is trying to hit home that they're doing this because they believe in what they do. Mm-hmm. They have a religious attachment to what they are doing. And so they are doing it for the grace of God. They're doing it in his glo- glory uh, for the faith that they have. Um, and they gave their lives boldly. I, th- I thought that was really fantastic. Mm-hmm. All right. And so the next verse is under guard of 42 along a secret avenue Castle St. Angelo is waiting. So um, 42 of the 189 led the Pope through a, a secret avenue, which is, Jake has it up here. Um, we'll, we'll link to some maps here. But there's a, it's uh, called the Passato, Passato de, de Borgo. Passetto, I think it's Passetto de de Borgo. De Borgo. And it is... It's it's a secret path that kind of goes from the the Basilica, um, like the Vatican, and goes out of the Vatican and goes to this castle. And the crazy part about it is it is this... It's a raised, almost like when you think of like the Roman aqueducts and stuff, it's this... It looks like it's like 30 feet high. Yeah, it's it's a wall. And then it's it's in it's just this pathway along the top of this wall that goes from St. Peter's Basilica to the Castle San Angelo. And uh, it I think they said it was 800 yards. It, it's this just called the Passetto. And the the reason for it when it was built, the reason for it was so that it was a it was an escape route for the Pope to get out of the of the Vatican and into Castle St. Angelo. Castle St. Angelo is a giant fortress yeah, it's right outside there. And it's got it's got a river to the south of it, so it's got some natural protection against um and if you when you look at what the Castle St. Angelo looks like, it, it is seriously it's a fortress. Yeah. And it's for what was going on in 1527, you can basically say it's impenetrable. There's yeah. There's no one getting in there. Yeah, without like siege machines or something, you're not getting over those walls. Yeah. So, um, if the Pope can get to that place, then he's pretty well safe. So, so they decided to uh, break off 42 of these Swiss guards to escort him through this narrow passageway to this to this castle, where they successfully did, and he and he was able to uh, to be protected in that in the castle. Right. St. Angelo. So, and so going on in the song, they're the guards of the Holy See, they're the guards of Christianity, their path to history is paved with salvation. So the, the 42 
um, basically ran with the Pope and kept up with him. But then the uh, the the 147 that was left behind, like I said, they there was 20,000 enemy soldiers in the city. I don't know how many were actually in the Vatican, how many actually fought them right. on the steps, but there was enough. I mean, you're not going to... 147 soldiers... I don't care how badass you are. You're not going to stand up. Well, to... well, and if you think about like the structure of, of like, obviously not, I don't know the structure of Rome very well, but like the, the, the biggest military force in Rome would be around the Pope as protection. Uh-huh. And so they'd probably deploy more troops to that part to, to fight the, to fight around the Pope, because that's where there, there's going to be more military uh, attention. Right. So, so, so it's probably a big number of a big portion of that 20,000 was there. Um, and one thing I want to say in the, in the verse that Jake just read, um, they're the guard of the Holy See, the the, the Pope and his entourage. Um, they're the guards of Christianity. I thought in the song, I thought it said the gods of Christianity, and it confused me <laughs> until I read the, the lyrics. But yeah, they're, they're the guards of Christianity. Their path to history is paved with salvation. And so, I mean, obviously, they're they're alluding to you're saved. Yeah. When when you die in the service of the Pope, you're you're saved. However, it, I mean, it's kind of amazing to think that these 147 people turned around and and fought them off. But they fought them. I mean, they they were very well trained. Um, in everything that I've read, they it was it was a wall of 147 halberds that these soldiers and they took probably five or six for every man. And I f- for some of the records that I've read, and I can't I can't um vouch for the validity of it but i read that of the 20,000 soldiers that came down to rome to sack rome they successfully sacked rome and they took it over mm-hmm. but 15,000 died dang so they lost 75% of their army to come down and sack I, I, rome i can see that cuz cuz when they mutinied like their their military leaders that were with them kind of had to go along with it because there was 20,000 of them that yeah. decided to mutiny but I can't, I can't see that – I can't imagine there was very much, like, organization. Well, um, the commander in charge of the army, when they got to Rome – and this is before they even got to the Vatican. When they got mm-hmm. to the Rome, when the battle first started, he died. Oh, really? Right away. So, so, like, yeah, right away. I'm guessing it was more just, like, looting and pillaging. Not, not so much, like, actual strategic strikes. It was absolutely stuff. looting and pillaging. Mm-hmm. And, and the 500 people that defended the city ended up – now, and like I said, I can't really vouch for how accurate that number is, mm-hmm. but I've seen numbers as high as 75% of that army died yeah. trying to loot uh, Rome. That's, which, that's impressive. If you think about that with 500 defenders, imagine how many would have, they probably would have won if the 5,000 would have stood their ground. Right. It's kind of crazy to think there. It is. And, and, and again, that's a very big theme across all Sabaton songs is, is these outrageous odds. And then fighting valiantly and, and coming out. All right, so let's go on to the next one. This is this is kind of a fun verse. Lots of alliteration and, and uh, uh, rhyming going on here. Rhyming, and it's fast. Yeah. It moves very quick. It's impressive how fast he says these. So it says, Dying for sal- salvation with dedication, no capitulation, annihilation, papal commendation, reincarnation, heaven is your destination. They repeat that a few times. Yeah. They repeat that a few times, and then they go back and say a few other lines from the chorus, I believe. So, but, so um, um, when I first read this, I didn't know what capitulation. Do you want to explain what capitulation is, Jake? So, 
capitulation is just um, surrendering. I, I knew I knew what it meant. I knew it meant surrendering. But when I looked up the definition, I'm looking at it now. Uh, it says the action of surrendering or ceasing to resist an opponent or demand. And I really like the second part of that. Mm-hmm. Capitulating is ceasing to resist. And that's something these these guards never did. They never ceased to resist. They resisted to the man. To, until the, the last of the 142 that stayed on the on the um, steps died. They, 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 they stood their ground the entire battle. It's actually kind of amazing. Yeah. It's really cool. And, then, and they, they, they knew it was doomed, but they did it because, to, the, to give the Pope time to get to the castle. The, the two words right next to each other. No capitulation, annihilation. They didn't capitulate until annihilation. They they were they were taken out. It was yeah. it's really kind of cool. Dying it's for it's salvation fortunate, with fortunate de- that they rhyme actually. <laughs> <laughs> Dying for salvation with dedication. I mean it's it's I mean it's a very well constructed song. I, I yeah. I'm I'm very impressed. And that I think this is kind of what made me love this band. Is the more I listened to it, the more I kind of went over it and went over the the lyrics the more i was i realized like there there is so much thought and yeah there's so it, the, the songs are very well and, and the fact that, that they're sweet they're a swedish band and so i'm assuming english is, is a second language and they and like it's, it's really good it's really it's really pretty impressive um i'm not and papal commendation which is the, the pope commends them um not sure about the whole reincarnation <laughs> part um, i don't know how much catholic I'm, we're not catholic so i wouldn't be yeah. i wouldn't be able to tell you what they how much they believe they're in re- reincarnation but then heaven is your destination again they 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 they're it, it play again plays on the theme of salvation for like these these uh these guards have saved themselves for with their bravery mm-hmm. then the song ends with in the name of god gave their lives so boldly come and tell the swiss guard story again Yep. And, and you mentioned this, that you wanted to talk about this, and this is something that I kind of wanted to, wanted to touch on as well, is like, you start to see when you listen to this band a lot, they, they have a purpose. I feel like they, they feel like they have a purpose like to tell these stories um, in a way that, that comes across to a certain um, uh, group of people. Like, they wouldn't necessarily be really into history. Right. Right. And so, and so I think they, I think it's the idea that a person dies to two deaths. They they die the death when their body dies, and then their second death is when the last person who remembers them dies. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and so th- and and I think and I and and I may be we, we may be putting purpose into these songs that isn't there. Right. But that's kind of what I see with with Sabaton is that they are they're telling the stories of these people because half these songs that I've listened to from them I've never heard the stories yeah. I've never heard about these battles and, and, I've and never... again that that, pro- that might come from being a, an American that that doesn't know a lot of European history. Oh, they most do. Of their songs is European and I guess there is some like they do uh, a lot of. World War II yeah, songs and stuff true. like that, but they they they've they've done, and I'm sure we're gonna cover it in a in a future episode. But they're doing they're doing ones about the the Nazis invading Poland for the very first time, and it's a story about that invasion that I I've heard of the the Nazi invasion of Poland, but I've never heard this that specific story. Right. And so now I'm I'm remember or I'm I'm remember remembering I'm doing air quotes now because I don't know any of the people or any of their names, but these 189 um swiss guards like i've just done a whole research on them and mm-hmm. I, I they're they're now in my in my mind and they're in my memory and, and, now. and now we're passing it on to our listener yeah <laughs> it's really it's really kind of uh kind of awesome 
and and I think I don't think it's that far of a stretch to say that that's what Sabaton's doing, considering they put in their come and tell the Swiss Guard story again. Yeah, that's kind of what they're trying to yeah, do. Yeah, and it seems like there, there's a theme. Like we talk about themes along uh, with this, with these Sabaton songs, and I think that that's actually a, th- a theme is. They, they choose battles and groups that don't necessarily get the light that others do. Like, mm-hmm. like um, you hear a lot about um, medieval knights. You hear a lot about this or that. Um, but, like, the Swiss Guard, you kind of hear a lot about, but you don't really realize what they did in this battle. Like, the, the mental fortitude they must have had. And, and you'll see that theme over and over um, in these songs. All right. What's happened since then is anytime the Sw- a Swiss guard, anytime there's a, a member, a new member of the Swiss guard, or anytime there's there's uh, a change in ranks or whatever, when new people are brought in, they're always sworn in on May sixth, which is the day of this battle. Oh, really? So the the and, and I think that's kind of go, goes to what you were saying when you said that it was this is like it, within the first thirty years of the Swiss Guard existing. Right. The Swiss Guard so gets th- put in. This is kind of their their defining thing, like and it, and it stood obviously because of this tradition for five hundred plus years. Yeah. And here we are, and in two thousand eighteen, and anytime a new Swiss Guard gets put in, he gets put in on May sixth. Because of these 189 Swiss Guard, which is actually really, really fascinating. So, like you said, they're kind of goofy looking guys um, when it's all in their ceremonial costumes and carrying their halberds and stuff. Right. But there was a movie that I saw. It was the Dan Brown movie. Oh, yeah. Angels and Demons. Okay. So in that Angels and Demons, there's a... There's parts, there's a part in that movie where, I mean, he's talking to the Swiss guard. He goes in and he's talking to the military people there Mm -hmm. and the military people there that he's talking to are the Swiss guard. So you you really, if, when you watch that movie and you watch when, um, when Tom Hanks goes in and talks to the security at the Vatican, the security is the Swiss guard. So you can really kind of see what they look like now. They're very much military people. They're in, they're in camouflage. They're dressed to like they're in the military yeah but also when they're like standing post is when they're in their uh they're kind of goofy looking yeah it's the ceremonial stuff Mm -hmm. now also in that i'm not sure if it's in the movie i know it's in the book but they take the passetto in the book um the that path oh that secret path yeah so that's that's how they uh they sneak into the vatican so it's kind of the kind of the opposite how they have to sneak into the vatican so i thought that was kind of interesting so i've uh kind of in closing i've I've really really enjoyed studying this and i'll never look at the guards the same again and something else in the in in my study is uh i didn't realize that that they had actually started off as like a military force, not 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 even so much as a as a guard, security. Because thinking of thinking of them as security is almost like downplaying what, what they what, do, what, what they do, and, and their skill sets. They're they're actually a military force. They're the de facto military of the Vatican City because yeah, Vatican yeah. City is its own country. Yeah, and this is the, and these guys are the military, are the military of the Vatican. Of the Vatican. Yep. yep. So if Super they were to ever for some reason go to war, this is the military they would deploy. Right. I'm super happy we did and, and, this. And there's and there's ancient uh, there, there's other uh, times in history where they actually do get deployed into battle. Right. Cool. Yeah. I'm I'm really glad we did this song. Uh, like I've I've never heard of the siege of or the sack of Rome. Yeah. In 1527, I've never done. I've never heard of 
the last stand of the Swiss Guard. I knew the Swiss Guard were badasses, but I never knew about this. Mm-hmm. And and it's so important to them. And anybody who is a Swiss Guard, and probably most Swiss people and probably Italian people will know this story. Right. But I'm really glad that we got to. I got to. Uh, yep. At least look into it a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I'm glad I know it now, and now you know it. So. Um, I hope you enjoyed it, and because as much as I did, uh, it's pretty awesome. Next week or next next episode, I don't know if it's gonna be weekly, so don't quote me on that. Um, next episode, we'll be doing Helen Back, which is the next in the uh, popular songs. N- number two, song. Helen Back. Um, so I look forward to that, and we'll uh, see you next time. See you next time. thousand swords but in there it sounded like you said a foe of a thousand souls I mean it means the same thing but it's it's his accent and I wonder why they chose to say a thousand swords a thousand swords instead of it might be that there was a thousand in that that scrimmage they found a thousand bodies Or they were just trying to demonstrate that there was... There's 189 of us in a thousand of them.
to, to her. So good. 